Hey guys, welcome back. You're listening to The DM with Audrey Brianne and Tyree. I'm Audrey Brianne. And I'm Tyree. We hope you keep tuning in to The DM with us, where we have chatted about films such as Hustlers, Mary Queen of Scots, and HBO's Insecure and Euphoria. On last week's episode, we reviewed Netflix original Banana Split, which you should definitely check out. And on this week's episode of The DM, we'll be reviewing the film Enola Holmes. Enola Holmes is directed by Harry Bradbeer, and the costume director is Consolata Boyle, who is responsible for The Queen, Florence Foster Jenkins, Iron Lady, Radioactive. She's actually been nominated for three Academy Awards, and then she's done some television as well. She did State of the Union, which is a TV short. Mm -hmm. So Enola Holmes is a film based on the first book of Enola Holmes, written by Nancy Springer. And the story is about a teenage sister of the already famous Sherlock Holmes. And so her mother disappears and she basically goes and looks for her on like a scavenger hunt. It's like a teen mystery. Yeah, basically her mom's a feminist. So like her mom raised her to think for herself, to be strong because she homeschooled her. And so instead of Enola learning like tea lessons and how to be a proper lady, they were out in the woods learning how to like scavenge and hunt and like using bow and arrow skills. So yeah, her mom leaves this note for her to decipher. Yeah, so on like her 16th birthday, she wakes up and her mom is missing or like she's disappeared. And just like Audrey said, like her mom taught her to play chess. She reads like a bunch of books. Mm -hmm. She learns how to fight. I think she does jujitsu. Yeah. Yeah, she's just raised to be like an empowering young woman. So then after her mom disappears, her brothers Sherlock and Mycroft find Enola at the train station and then they go over. Yeah. What happens? Because Mycroft is Enola's legal guardian so he finds her to be like troublesome and kind of a little brat and like in need of like training and learning how to become a proper woman back in those days sherlock's a lot more laid back he knows that enola's clever like he can tell from the very get-go that she has a lot of his habits and just is a smart gal so he doesn't dumb down things for her and he talks really straightforward to her which you can tell Enola likes that. She likes Sherlock a lot better than than Mycroft. Mycroft makes her cry. Yeah, and they're very similar. So Enola Holmes is played by Millie Bobby Brown, and Millie Bobby Brown actually is one of the producers on the film. Get it, girl. Right? And she's so young and... So cool. Yeah. So, so cool. So she's the youngest sibling, and she's extremely intelligent. She's observant. She's insightful. She knows how to figure things out. She had probably over 30 costumes in this film. Like So many. (laughs) Yeah, she was doing a lot of stunts and like she would always like barter because I think in that time girls weren't allowed to do things. Mm -hmm. So she would always switch her costume to a men's costume. Yeah, to be in disguise better. Yeah, and she had a lot of disguises. And since she did a lot of action shots, the fabrications, like, helped her, like, move and, Mm -hmm. like, yeah. 
So she swaps outfits with boys initially because that's what she would do. But then she's smart enough to know. She was like, oh, shoot, Sherlock's going to know to look for me as a boy because he knows that's the first thing I'm going to do. So then she goes to a store and gets like this really proper dress done up. So I thought that was funny is she's switching both genders as far as her costume because she'll have boy outfits on. But then when she gets thinking that Sherlock's going to figure it out, she starts to dress like a proper young lady. So I didn't realize it's 30, though. I mean, that's so, so many. Yeah, she had 30 costumes. (laughs) But yeah, (laughs) and that's cool that the male and female costumes for her, Mm -hmm. like, that makes sense when she went to someone's house and she was wearing, like, the black, like, gown because she was mourning. Yeah, she was wearing, like, a veil Um, and, like, just really over-the-top layering. So then the next person we're going to talk about is Louis Patridge, and he plays... Viscount Tewksbury. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) He is, like, a wealthy kid that's the same age as Enola. He was, like, running away from his family, and she found him in her, like, train cart. And Mm -hmm. he is inheriting the wealth of his family because I believe his father died or he's getting ready to die. Mm -hmm. His family wants him to join the military. They don't think that he is responsible enough to inherit all of this stuff and Mm -hmm. make all the decisions. So, like, that's kind of like the love interest between Enola and Viscount. And I have to say, so this isn't about wardrobe, but you guys will be very appreciative to know their love story is very on par with, like, their age. Because in the film, I think they're supposed to be about 14 or 15. And I love that there is no big sweeping kiss in the movie. I'm not spoiling that for you guys to say (laughs) this, but, like, it's just, I was like, that is so sweet that you guys kept this pretty PG for things. Cause yeah. like, I just, I don't know. I was like, are they going to go that route and have this be a bunch of smooching? And they don't. And I thought that that was a really cool thing that they did. I, it makes me wonder, cause you know, Millie was a producer on this. It definitely makes me wonder, you know, who made that decision? Cause that was obviously a decision that was made. And I really say kudos to whoever, whoever did that. Sorry to go off topic. (laughs) (laughs) The time period was 1884. Mm -hmm. And so Viscount dressed very like proper. He was a proper chap. I think he wore like three piece suits, even though he was 16 or he was Mm -hmm. a teenager. He dressed very nice, I would say. Yeah, very proper. Always with the, I think most of the male characters because of the year, like you said, that's when everyone was wearing three pieces. So, I mean, you'll see the younger men. I think it's just the little, little boys. They're more like page boys is what they were called back then. And they'll just be wearing like a vest, a shirt, and a pair of trousers. They don't have to wear blazers yet. But yeah, everybody else, you know, Mycroft, Sherlock, all the boys, they had very clean and suave suiting. And they have also like pocket watches and accessories like that were things that I noticed. Mycroft is, he works for the government apparently, and he's pretty well off. So you can tell that they like have money. I think he was wearing a top hat once. Yeah, like he dresses, Sherlock dresses nice, like definitely like proper, but you can tell, yeah, like Mycroft is a bit more high society. Yeah, like affluent. Yeah. Yeah, so Sherlock is played by Henry Cavill and Mycroft is played by Sam Claflin. Sherlock is the second oldest of the Holmes siblings he's like the famous one Mm -hmm. and Mycroft is the oldest he works a government job and he is 
Enola's guardian. So the men's costumes are pretty self-explanatory. I think they're wearing like wool or like linens or something. And then they're obviously wearing three-piece suits. Nothing that made me question it. We reviewed Mary Queen of Scots, if you guys remember. (laughs) And that movie was not as realistic to the time period. So I can appreciate that in this one, I wasn't, like in Mary Queen of Scots, there was a lot of denim. There were just things that kept popping up. It would take me out of the film. That didn't happen this time. Like there was nothing that the men was wearing that I questioned. Even when there was like a top hat, I was like, okay, Yeah. yeah, like that would be happening in that time frame. Yeah. And then the last person we're going to talk about is Helena Bonham Carter. And she plays Eudora Holmes, who is the mother. And she's very eclectic. She's free-spirited, unconventional. And she raised Enola to pursue her own path, which I think is very great, especially in that time period. And especially now, I think, Mm -hmm. um, through, like... I don't know if they're flashbacks or just like sound bites. It would be like her mom giving her an inspiring quote or like, mm-hmm. think like this. Oh, yeah. She would like leave her notes in the newspaper yeah. or something. So, yeah. Because they do the daily crossword and it's very cute. Yeah. She would leave her little like clues in order to either find something or just to finish the puzzle. I do have to say, it's funny. Helena is playing herself again in this movie. (laughs) I think that's like a thing, like her and who is it, Johnny Depp. And she's just very much that character. If you've seen Helena in anything, that's the character she's playing here. She's very advanced and and familiar with period pieces because that's what she does a lot. So as far as who wore the costumes the best, I think that goes to Helena because, again, just she's done... so many and she breathes life it's funny she breathes herself into these characters but i also like millie i have to say anola's costumes are so freaking cute yeah like my favorite thing is that they let her wear clutches like little crossbody bags i don't know if that's true to the period i feel like back then it was more of like a pouch that attached to the women's waistline is more realistic. But I kind of liked it because Enola's not going to go for the norm. So, like, I definitely noticed, like, she was wearing crossbody bags. And I was like, that's a really cool decision, whoever did that. Because it did, it made it feel a little bit more modern and, like, kind of cool girl. Because Millie, you know that Millie had to show up on set looking cute. Like, they're not going to put that girl in anything (laughs) drab. Because she's she's a fashion, what would you call her, an up and... I would definitely call her an up-and-comer, but I also think that she has her own style. She conveys her own style Mm -hmm. from casual to red carpet and now even on screen. Like, I feel like, I don't know, she's paving her own way in the style department, but Mm -hmm. I feel like she's definitely an up-and-comer because she's so, like, youthful and she adds, like, her own little twist. And I think when you get actors like that, the ones who have good fashion sense on the red carpet and are talked about outside of their work for their fashion, that always segues into their projects. If the directors and people are smart, they know that that fan base of that person wants to, even if they're in a role that's like very different from themselves, they still want to see that actor looking a certain way. So for Millie, very, very, very cute outfits. It reminded me of uh, another film that we reviewed, Little Women and mm-hmm. Timothy Chalamet, the way that they let Timothy kind of dictate his wardrobe. I don't know that they did that with Millie, but I mean, she was I, a producer. I feel like they worked 
with right. Yeah, she didn't have like the full say, but they definitely worked the costume with her because yeah. she did produce. And I just feel like they fit her well. You know what I noticed is that you know back then how low cut things were like corseted for women. What I loved is that even when they had Anola wearing a corset, her boobs were not spilling out. And I just wanted to be like, good job, guys, because I didn't want to see that either. I guess I just wanted to see a normal fifteen-year-old. I didn't even realize she was wearing a corset. Oh, when there was. She- to get really dressed okay, up. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I was like, please don't have this, like, her looking kind of some kind of way. And it. what I'm saying is just that Millie really embodied these outfits. Yeah. I felt like, you know, you were saying that the costume designer purposefully had to use fabrics that could move because of all her stunts. That's what I'm saying is, like, it always looked like if Millie needed to bend over in a scene, she was able to do that. She wasn't so constricted. Yeah. And I just loved that about it. I thought it was really realistic to the time because last little history lesson for you guys. Back then, girls, until you were 18, they're very true to how girls would have dressed back then. It was okay that she was wearing, you know, not wearing a corset and a waistcoat. It's okay that they're wearing like sort of lighter colors. Like she wore a lot of cream dresses. It's not that older women can't do that, but like when you're younger, you can wear a lot of colors. And the other thing is her hair is down. When she's dressing more elegant and aging herself up, that's one thing when a woman turns 18, you were supposed to start doing your hair in updos. Yeah. And so I noticed that too so even just something as small as the hair they had people who really know their history that were like making sure even just small things like that were present they did a great job yeah so this movie was originally supposed to be released in theaters but then they decided to put it on netflix and also it's one part of three so there's two other smart they put it on netflix like given covid and everything like i think that's a smart thing Yep. So there's going to be two other films for you guys to enjoy. They're very cute, guys. It took me a minute to get into it because it's a period piece, so you have to be (laughs) in the mood. I had to watch it twice. Same thing. I mean, I turned it off in like the first 20 minutes. But give it another shot, guys. Like, if you're feeling the same way, first time doesn't work, try it again. Yeah, I tried it again, and then by the second half of the movie, I was like, oh my God, this is so cute. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Yeah, it's an easy, cute film. Yeah. So we are going to get into the red carpet, y'all. Here we go. (laughs) So on the red carpet, Millie Bobby Brown is styled by Thomas Carter Phillips. And we're going to start with the 2020 SAG Awards where she is wearing Louis Vuitton. And this look is a pantsuit with a, I would say like it's an overcoat, Mm -hmm. but it's like belted. It has a plunging V. It has like a white like diamond brooch on the shoulder and the coat in the front is like crossed. It's not like the same length in the front and the back. It's like Mm -hmm. high low, I guess. And she's wearing a white simple shoe. It's Mm -hmm. Louis Vuitton. I think it's nice. I don't think it's age appropriate. It's nice. It's a good look for somebody else. It's one of those situations. Yeah. It's too old for her. And I hate to be that prude that's like, it's too old. But it is. It's just, it's too grown on her. I want to see this maybe on like, you know, without the cleavage showing, I could see someone like Diane Keaton wearing this. Like if there was a turtleneck under it. Because you know how Diane just wears a lot of, like, layers and suits and stuff? Yeah. And that's crazy that that's who I think of. Or, like, Helen Marin. Yeah. Or somebody, yeah. It's just too mature. It's a nice outfit. It looks cute. I think that she could definitely wear this if 
they take some things away. But yeah, it's not. Her face kind of tells me she's not sold on this. Um, We're doing something different, guys. We're going to have photos to accompany this now. So you guys can go on our Instagram and follow along with us if you'd like to. We got some suggestions, which thank you guys for telling us that and getting in our DMs. Because that was a really great note. So if you're watching this, you can see what I'm saying. That her, her face does not tell me that she is sold on any of this. Yeah, I just think. It's a nice outfit. It's a little bit too mature for mm-hmm. her. So the next one we're going to talk about is the Stranger Things 3 premiere. And she is wearing Redarte. She's so cute. This is just puff. She's like a little puffy cotton candy dream ball. Can I describe it? Yes. Okay, so it's spaghetti strap, but it looks like the straps are like clear or very, 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 very pale pink. The top has a big, big ruffle and it's off the shoulders. So just think ruffle, ruffle, ruffle. The waistcoat also has ruffle. Then it billows out into a tutu like a genuine tutu. And then in the back, she has a huge bow on the back of her dress that flows down to the floor like it's a train behind her. And then she tops it off with a little pair of open-toed sandals that look like they have been dyed perhaps the same color as the dress. I just think she looks so cute. I do wish she was wearing this to an award show. I will say that. I think for this being the stranger thing, things three premiere i was a little like girl where are you going in that but she's the star so like she kind of has to you know be a little little more flamboyant but i do think i'm trying to think of what carpet this could maybe be on like this feels a little bit like maybe the emmys yeah Maybe, um, or like SAG Awards but maybe this SAG feels, yeah it feels or indie little, spirits or something yeah something that's like but in an award show that merits this big old bow, because it's a little, she's pulling a J-Lo a little bit of like kind of being obnoxious with like a big moment like this. It's like, girl, you didn't need that big old bow. <laughs> I love this. I think that this is age appropriate. I think that sometimes for me, I don't understand like the baby doll pink, but like this looks great. I love that pink color. I love like the extra tool and fabric Mm -hmm. and they're like cute little photos of her like spinning around and yeah I really like this look I think her face looks fresh and yeah she looks great I think she looks amazing and later at the after party she kicked off her shoes and had black converse on and I just was like you are adorable Millie like (laughs) yeah very cute outfit yeah so the next one we're going to talk about is also a Stranger Things 3 viewing party And she is wearing Givenchy. And this look, do you want to describe this look? Yeah, would you have guessed, by the way, this is Givenchy? No. Ever? Like, Mm -mm. I would have never known. There's something about this body entirely that is, the design is not something I, I would have got this wrong if you asked me who it was. I love those shoes. So she is wearing, guys, a spaghetti strapped off the shoulder, little cocktail length dress. The top part of it has black ruffles. Then there's the white part of the dress. And then underneath, kind of like outlining in a bra shape, is more black ruffle that continues onto the puffy shoulders that are off the sleeve like she has. And then it billows out into, you can see the waistcoat underneath her skirt. Like, I think it's purposeful, but like, 
it looks kind of like a tabletop or something what it's doing and then yeah she's got on a pair of like white open toe sandals but on one side it's covered as if it were more of like a, a pump, a pump yeah. and then the other side is like open where you can see her toes it's very cute what do you think of this <laughs> i don't know where she's going because this was a viewing party for stranger things that's yeah. not where this girl's going she looks more appropriate for maybe like a baby shower <laughs> What? <laughs> she does. Okay. She looks like she's going. I feel like she's going to like a, baby a backyard shop. barbecue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This I don't like this look at all. I don't think it looks like Givenchy, and I don't know what. I don't know. Like I don't know if those <laughs> sleeves should like go up or if they should. I don't know if that should be a different color. It looks like a um. What are those, like, salsa dresses that are, like, red and black? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks like that, but in white. And it's, like, short. And then it has, like, this, like, tint. Yeah. Like, the Barnum and Bailey, like, tint topper. Yeah, that's very much what that looks like. I don't like this. I don't I don't like it. So, moving on to... <laughs> <laughs> moving on, um, there's, like, one last look that we want to talk about. It's from 2018. It's the Stranger Things viewing party again and she is wearing a tom brown suit and i absolutely love this it's just like a plain suit she's wearing a white shirt underneath the lapels and like the piping of the suit looks like it's like a shinier material Mm -hmm. and then her pants stop at her ankles they're kind of like flared out a little bit and one of the legs has like a gold like rope piping And then her shoes are like Moschino Mary Janes and they have like a button on the side and they're yellow. So it's like her little pop of color. I love everything from the ankle up. I appreciate that she wanted a pop of color. But to be honest here, I think that I think white would have probably been okay. Like I think that and to help with that like little cuff detail, the Mm. little like chain link, I think it would have helped for her to go with white. I, I don't think a metallic here probably works and black's too basic. So is nude. But for some reason, I want a white pump here. Could it be a white pump with? A black button? Yeah. Yeah, I'd be down for a white or black shoe. Okay. White or white or black. I hope that makes sense. (laughs) I don't hate the shoe. I think that this is cute. I feel like it's age appropriate. It's not too fussy. And the shoe doesn't really bother me. I mean, it's okay. Yeah, I mean, she's cute. Yeah. We love her. We love her. I love that I'm like yawning. (laughs) Like, she's cute. Obviously, I love it. Yawning. Yeah. So moving on to Henry Cavill, we don't really have a lot of brands for him. So the first thing I'll talk about is the 2018 Mission Impossible 6 premiere in Tokyo. He's Mm -hmm. wearing Armani and he's basically just wearing a black Armani suit with a black t-shirt with black pants and black (laughs) shoes. Black shoes. And um, he's in a black (laughs) pant and a black shoe and a black t. Like, He's wearing a black suit and like his body, I don't know what his body like actually looks like, but in photos, it looks kind of boxy. So the suit looks a little square. The pants Mm. look square and it's just like a black suit. He just looks so boring, my friend. Like he looks fine. And I'm like, is that what you wanted though? Is just to look fine? Because like 
if I saw him, if he's in the movie, I wouldn't really know that. I would think that he's there as a producer or someone who worked in the film behind the scenes. Yeah. This is an interesting look for someone who's on a red carpet for a film that I'm assuming he was in. Yeah, he's also Superman. Yeah, he is boxy. He he has no waistline. Whatever is happening with his blazer in this photo, it's just straight up and down. And he definitely, he needs help slimming down his upper body. Yeah. And it's not that he's too big. His shape is his shape. He should celebrate it. But there's a way, though, that they could be getting a bit more of a... They need to take in the sides. They need to just dart... Just slimming, you know? Yeah, they need to dart his jackets. Because, like, his jackets just look super boxy and almost too big yeah there's a way they can um bring the in the sides of his and i'm sure it's tough because he's kind of like like men like the rock men like him it's tough because their chest alone like their pecs are so much broader and bigger than your average guy so i'm not saying it's an easy task working with muscle like that because you're gonna have to get all up in the lapel all in the waistline, and you're gonna have to be working with the arm, the shoulders, and like, stuff. Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, you can always there. get custom. <laughs> True. This, so this look is fine. It's fine, but a lot of black here. Yeah. So the next one I want to talk about is the 2020 Witcher premiere. Witcher is for Netflix. This one, he's wearing a gray turtleneck. It's plain gray. He's wearing a gray slack and some brown dress shoes. And we don't really know the brand on this one, but this one, again, I believe he is the star of Witcher. He has, like, a watch on, mm-hmm. and he just looks like he left his office. And he rolled up this—I mean, somebody tried. He tried—someone <laughs> tried to roll up the sleeves, so they're they're up to his elbows. So, I mean, he's showing some forearm. He's making sure we—that product placement for that watch <laughs> is there. This is, I think Tyree got it right when he said this looks like a man who left the office and just took off the blazer and was like, all right, I got to go to something after dinner. Yeah. We don't know his stylist, so maybe these are suits and stuff that he already owns. I just wish that he would put a little bit more effort into dressing because I feel like being a star of a movie or a star of a show, people are looking at what you are wearing. That's a part of your brand. And although it may not be something that you care about, you still have to kind of do it to like... <laughs> I am so sorry. I don't know. Like, you still have to like kind of do it to like show that you care. You were telling this man basically like, step it up, dress right. Like, it's funny because like you're saying it's so nice. Like, you're being very <laughs> nice about it. But you were telling this man to step it up. I mean, it's just like you're Superman, you know, like... People are looking at what you're wearing. I wouldn't wearing. know that. Seeing him on the carpet, I would not know that he is the lead in Superman. I don't watch those kind of films right. anyways. But honestly, he dresses in a way where, like, he's not a leading man. This is so surprising to me because I believe that's what they are pushing for him is leading man in action films. And I'm like, but where's the pizzazz? Like, even Tom Cruise will wear a suit that's, like, got some shine to it so that, you know, like, he wears stuff so that he he stands out. Like, Henry's wearing a lot of bland, non-shiny, no-color Gray, black. There's a navy blue shirt. And then even one of his suits have the cuffs at the bottom. And the cuffs at the bottom is very, like, old school or it's, like, southern. Like, I know Steve Harvey's suits are like that. And... How old is he, though? (laughs) I'm just saying, like, this style needs to be elevated for me. 
Oh, for sure. I mean, <laughs> Bo show. He's 37 years old. He's he's not old enough to have that cuffed that way. Like, Wasn't he Superman? Is he Superman? He, he is, okay. was. Man. <laughs> so I'm just going to move on. Henry Cavill is very handsome. He's a great actor. Style needs work. Will we fin- Are we going to do another one at all? Outfit-wise for him? or Do you is- want to? I mean, let's try. Okay, which one do you want to do? <laughs> the 2020 Witcher premiere. The original? No, the, the first look. Okay, so the first look, he is wearing a charcoal suit. Again, it's very boxy. He's wearing like a navy shirt underneath. Or it's more like turquoise. A turquoise shirt with like a navy tie that has like diagonal stripes. And he is wearing... A gray pants and a black shoe. And he's got that damn cuff again, I see, on his pant. I don't know if that's teal or turquoise, but then the tie is navy. But then is the suit blue or is it gray? It's It's some sort of an off color. Like, it looks like it's a a bit of a navy. Okay. With quite a bit of gray in there. Whatever. This is so boring. It just looks like he's leaving the office. I understand. Like, maybe he thinks, like, oh, I'm going to my premiere. I want to look professional. Yeah, this tie, though, screams Wall Street. I'm like, why are you wearing a banker tie? Like, <laughs> like I'm not trying to convert my $100 bill into 20s. Like, yeah. I want to see Superman, and where is that? He. What would you suggest? Let's give him, like, okay. a couple notes and see what, I would what we can come color. up with. Okay. My three things would be color, tailoring in the upper body, and age-appropriate. Okay. Um, I would suggest tailoring or, like, custom-made. I would also suggest color for sure. And then I would suggest fashion. I would suggest maybe you don't have to do suits all the time. I would throw in, like, like I would, like, cool up my look. Throw in, like, a leather jacket. Throw in things that, like, normal people would wear and not necessarily a banker would wear. So mm-hmm. just, like, freshen up the look. You don't have to wear a suit every single time. Freshen up and tighten up, Mr. <laughs> Mister Cavill. Yeah, so the last person we're going to talk about is Helena Bonham Carter. Love her. And I love her, too. She is very crazy with her style. She does not care. Like, she doesn't... I love her vibe because, like, she wears what she wants. And that woman, the way she presents herself, her positioning, her pose, she does not care if you like her look or not because she's not here for you and liking her look. Honestly, if I could go through anyone's closet, like, ever, I feel like I would love to go through hers. There'd be such cool archival stuff from, like... She needs, like, a museum. Yeah, and she wears very interesting... She wears high-end, but she'll wear high-end that's, like, a little lesser known. Like, I'm going to use Tadashi as an example Mm, because Tadashi's up there, but, like, you know, people don't wear it as often as you hear Gucci and Prada and stuff like that. She wears a lot of Vivian Westwood. Yeah. So we're going to start with her 2020 SAG Awards look. Mm -hmm. Um, She is wearing self-portrait. And this dress is a blue dress that's sequin. And it has a sheer cover for her arms. Mm -hmm. It's belted, a thick belt at the waist, and then it's tiered at the bottom. So it's tiered sequin, and then it turns into a 
mesh or something. Yeah, it's like um, a mesh. A mesh sequin. And she's wearing like a chunky heel with straps. That heel looks very Mew Mew. Like if you guys know that really yeah. chunky platform, it's doing that and it's got a buckle across the whole thing that's like silver and kind of it's an accent to her accessories that she has because she's got a bracelet some earrings rings and then she's holding a pair of it looks like sequin sunglasses yeah i like it for her (laughs) i mean she's that's probably gonna be all these looks i like it for her (laughs) that looks good on you (laughs) there's no one else that i would put this on and even looking at the dress so if we take away that like the black shawl that she's got over her shoulders if we took it away and just have the self-portrait dress this isn't a dress for her. I would want to see, like, Gail Gardot. Yeah. I could see her wearing that. Someone very statuesque. Like, I could see... There's just a lot of other women that I could see wearing this. Yeah. Like, Alice and Janie could probably pull this off. Just I'm thinking of women who are a bit, like, taller and slender. And it's not even a silhouette thing about being slender. It's just I want this on someone taller. Yeah. I like this dress on her. I think... Yeah, everything that she wears is, like, amazing. I could definitely see this on someone else, but, yeah, I don't mind. This isn't one of my least favorite looks from her. Mm -hmm. So moving on to the 2018 BAFTAs, she is wearing Vivian Westwood. She is. And her outfit is, this looks like a silk off the shoulder. The material is taffeta, I believe. Is that taffeta? Like a sateen? What's like a taffeta? Sateen. It's something silk, guys. Yeah. Very plungy, <laughs> off the shoulder. It bunches onto the side so that then, like, the gathering of it billows out to the other side of her. It ends just underneath her knees. And it's not really high-low, but there is just a little bit of the dress that's a, a bit lower in the back. She's wearing black closed-toed pumps. Looks like silver jewelry again, maybe something with some pearls in her ears. And then she's got a little box bag. It's white and black. And then on the front of it, it says queen in gold with a crown. That's yeah, cool. I love this. For me, if someone else were wearing this, I would be like, oh, that dress is kind of messy. Mm-hmm. But with her, I'm like, okay, girl, you know, like. This would be boring. If Reese Witherspoon put this on, yeah. I'd be like, nope, like, because it's a dress. But there's something again about this woman that, like, her vibe turns the light on. <laughs> Everything that she wears is amazing. And literally, mm-hmm. it's just a black dress. Like, on anyone else, we'd be like, oh, it's a black dress. But uh, this would be boring. Yeah. On anybody else. And it's not even that she jazzed it up all crazy, it's how she presents herself that I is, love it. Yeah, I love it. Oh, this next look. This next look is from the 2019 Crown premiere in London. And this, I don't really know how to describe. There's just, like, feather <laughs> feathers. Do you want to describe this one, or do you want me to take a... Um, so this, I can describe it. So this okay. is on the top. It's a puff sleeve dress that on the top has see-through chiffon and it's black. Then it, at the bodice, you know, it's it's lined so we can't see through it anymore. And there's a little bit of lace outlining the bust. It's black all the way throughout. It's cinched in a bit. I don't know if it's a belt. It doesn't really look like a belt, but it is cinched in in the waist. Yeah. But at her waist, she has, it looks like ostrich. Oh yeah, it is. Feathers and like, they are attached to just the side. It's not in the front, but on the side, it looks like she's got two very large white and cream ostrich feathers that are going down. Her dress goes down 
into a couple of layers of she's got a couple of layers of chiffon going on and then her shoe is another this looks like another chunky open toe and backless and it's got again she likes to have accessories on her shoes because she's got another sequined and rhinestone encrusted buckle on the belt or on the shoe sorry yeah and um, her hair like- is just windswept and up yeah i love this dress if anyone else would wear this, I would definitely hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the top is like, it's kind of like a mullet, like party in the front. Or what's it called? Serious yeah. in the front, party in the back. Like the yep. top is very serious. And the bottom is like rock star, like feathers. It's- I love this on her. I think that, again, she just embodies this dress. I'm like, get it, girl. Because yeah. like Tyree and I are saying, you know, these are outfits that either would be very drab on other people <laughs> or would look crazy on other people. Yeah. And she is selling it to me every single time. And I mean, when I think of someone, I've been doing this for each look because like I kind of am curious, oh, who else could I see in this? Yeah. This one I could maybe see like a Tracy Ellis Ross. Like maybe because really? she kind of yeah she kind of gets funky sometimes okay maybe not <laughs> but <laughs> I could see Betsy Johnson wearing this oh my god yeah yes very <laughs> it has to Betsy be Johnson. like um someone eclectic mm-hmm. because this like I think the top is okay but those feathers it has to be someone like fun or like someone like unexpected yeah. Maybe. I love it, though. This is a great look. Yeah, I love it, too. The next one is another black dress. I think that this has roses on it. And at the bottom, I believe, like, right under her thigh is, like, velvet or Mm -hmm. some other. It's a mixed media dress. Yeah. And then she's wearing a buckled shoe again. I believe it looks like the same style as the one that she wore before, except for this one. It looks like this. Yeah. Same shoe. Yeah. It's either the same shoe or... Same designer. Yeah. And then she has like a red, I believe it looks like a little Dior bag. And this dress is super cute. One shoulder has the flower print on it. And then the other shoulder has like that velvety material. Mm -hmm. And it kind of looks like that material is like mixed in throughout the dress with like cutouts. Yeah, I love this dress. I think this is one of more of her more like commoner dresses Mm -hmm. that I could see on other people. Mm -hmm. But I love it. She looks amazing. I adore this dress. I adore everything about it. I would actually wear it. It's not my vibe, but like (laughs) I would wear it because it's really, really cute. Like I love the mixed media that she did here. The length of it is nice because like it's not going to get caught all in your heel all evening. Like she can literally walk how she needs to and be cool with the skirt length. Her little bag is very cute. It looks like it's either beaded or knitted, but like very cute way to to have that pop, even though, yes, it's going to pop because it's red. Yeah, I love this. I think of Winona Ryder for some mm. reason when I think of this dress, too. But, like, very cool girl of her. For Like, she's not your cool girl, like that Sienna yeah. Miller person. But <laughs> when I say cool girl, like, cool cool for the, the more mature ladies out there. Honestly, I think what you're saying is she embodies her style. Mm-hmm. So that makes her cool. She wears the outfit every yeah. time. That outfit is never going to wear she her. She is the cool girl. She yeah. creates her style, which she doesn't use a stylist, which I think is great. I Amazing. mean, honestly, if people look at her, they're like, oh, like she clearly needs a stylist. <laughs> but like she, she does her own thing. I love it. Yeah. And the last dress we're going to talk about is the 2019 Harper's Bazaar Women in Fashion event. 
This dress kind of looks like something like maybe like a Marc Jacobs. We don't mm. really know what it is. But yeah, no, I get that though. She has a big bow in her hair. It's a satin dress. It's black. It kind of has like a cape shoulder puff thing that has like a inner lining that is a pink color. And it's like rouged or tied together at the waist. Mm-hmm. And then it goes into a little skirt that drops right below her knee. And she's wearing like these black stockings. And she's wearing a shoe that's like belted. But this time the belt is on the strap. Mm-hmm. And she's wearing wrist guards. Yeah, does like, she have on we- fingerless gloves or something? She's wearing something tied around her wrist. Yeah, that's like lace, it looks like. Yeah. It looks very Madonna 80s yes. to me. Like very like lucky star, like when Madonna was singing about that. That's what I get from this. So it's very throwback. This yeah. is extremely 80s. And I think it looks great on her. I mean, it, I think with all of these dresses that we're talking about, especially this last one, they each have their own like story, I guess. Like mm-hmm. we can reference it to a lot of different people. And this one does give me like material is it was it yeah. Material Girl? Yeah. yeah, very like Barbie vibes, and she looks amazing. Like, I love it. She looks great. She's actually Tyree. I have to say, she's maybe one of my favorite people that we've reviewed their red carpet yeah. because no one else can wear clothing the way this woman does. Yeah, the way she commands it. I applaud it very, very much because it's not easy. And the thing is, it's, I know she's an actress, so maybe she's acting, but it feels authentic. (laughs) No, it's definitely authentic, I think. And she knows what she wants to wear. And if she ever wants to invite me to her closet, I will (laughs) gladly go. (laughs) Love it. So that concludes episode nine of the DM, where we reviewed the film Enola Holmes. You'll find links to Enola Holmes' webpage and streaming services in the description box below. A special thank you to Nearby Sound for our theme song. If you enjoyed the show, please introduce a friend to our work, rate, subscribe, all those good things, and tell them to do the same. Follow us on the DM.net or on Instagram at, at Audrey Brienne and at Tyree Style. The DM is produced by Joe Passarelli, Audrey Brienne, and Tyree. Thank you so much for joining us in another episode of the DM. We would love if you guys would come and follow us. Get in our DMs. You can follow me at Audrey Brienne and AudreyBrienne.com. You can follow me Tyree's Style, S-S-T-Y-L-E, or Tyree'sStyle.com. So you guys can find us at the DM on iTunes and anywhere that podcasts are available on your device. Thank you so, so, so much for tuning in. I hope you guys really enjoyed this. This was super, super fun. Thank you. Bye, Bye guys.